This episode is sponsored by Caddyshack Bistro, your favorite new watering hole. Located next to Crust Pizza Company on Spring Cypress and Champions Forest Drive in Spring, Texas. A place where dreams come true. The finest spirits, wine, and tasty food. It's where the locals go. Use code BEERNERD20 to get 20% off your next order. Welcome back, everybody, to the Three Beers and a Mic podcast. We are recording live in Dallas. In studio. In studio. <laughs> in Airbnb. Um, this is a very special uh, podcast because this is the first time uh, the original three uh, members of Three Beers and a Mic have recorded in the same room in two years, two and a half years. I was, uh, uh, at least two years. Yeah, at least yeah, two years. Some, something yeah. like that. Because when the pandemic started, we started really kind of, you know, gauging ourselves towards online recording because you had to. And then, of course, that was just easier for us all to do. We could just record at night, whatever time, you know, was conducive. And so this is very special. Uh, I'm glad to have you guys here. Um, we've had a really good weekend. And um, I'm going to introduce everyone real quick. And we're going to talk about Comic-Cons and Fan Expo. Adam, what is up? Glad to be here. Uh, I'm having fun. I just have a little bit of difficulties. My my shoes are too tight. <laughs> <laughs> everything, that, everything else is great. <laughs> like the, the minute we stepped out of the car when we arrived on Friday, Adam said, I wore the wrong shoes. <laughs> like it was the first thing he said when we arrived. Now, I'm sorry to hear that, buddy. Oh, it's, it's okay. I'm having fun anyway. Dwayne, what's up? And I'm drinking oh. Ultra Michelob. Well, we'll do that as well. Yeah, what are you drinking? <laughs> Ultra Michelob. Okay. <laughs> I, Adam, I already forgot the format of yeah, the Yeah, that's fine. No problem. <laughs> uh, Dwayne, what's up? What's up? We're here in Dallas having a great time. I can't wait to talk about uh, our experiences already. Oh. And this is just yeah. one and a half days. So. Yeah. Yeah, we're recording kind of early in the day because um, we wanted to just kind of get our experiences down because we've had such a great time. We're like, let's talk about it. And, of course, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm going simple. I got a tall Coors Light, uh, but I have been experiencing a lot of beers here since we've been in Dallas. I don't remember them all because yeah. I just say, give me a beer, but uh, they, it's been good. What was the one we drank last night at that burger joint? It was, uh, it was like Nito Bandito. Nito Bandito from... Yeah. Deep Elm, I think. Possibly. It was very good. <laughs> um, it was kind of a Mexican-style lager, and I really enjoyed it. It went good with the burger. Yeah. it was. We went to the Chop House burger joint down the road, and uh, good food, good, uh, food, good drinks. Good, good food, good food. Yeah. And uh, I uh, wish got, I could remember that amber we had. Got caught in a rainstorm walking home, but it actually felt really good. Yeah, man. It was... It, <laughs> Dude, today it's 104. <laughs> when it rained, you said it was, what, 72? Yeah. Outside, it felt awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm also drinking a Michelob Ultra. Our, uh, basically, here's what we've been surviving on these last two days. Uh, trail mix, licorice, 
Uh, Dwayne texted me at 10 p.m. last night. Bring me peanut M and M's. M and M peanuts. Yeah, uh, pistachios. Those, because oh, those pistachios. A whole bag of pistachios. Those have been a lifesaver. Yeah, and some uh, uh, hot ruffles, <laughs> like LeBron James ruffles. And Coors Light and Ultralight. And Michelob Ultra. Yeah. I, uh, I literally just took a sip of water two minutes ago. That's what. <laughs> uh, that's the most water I've besides these beers that I've had in two days. Oh man, that's crazy. Um, all right, so as always, please follow us on Cross the Streams Media. Um, we've talked about this many times on the show. That is our amalgamation of all of the podcasts combined together where you can find a whole bunch of different shows of different topics that you never thought you'd be interested in. A lot of them have to do with pop culture, but a lot of them have to do with movies and cooking and food, all types of really cool stuff, toy collecting. So please follow us on Cross the Streams Media. And um, we're Three Beers and a Mic, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram which we will uh, talk about as well um, and you know, kind of give you guys an insight of all the promotions we've done. So thanks for following along with us on this show. It's going to be a little bit of a different um, uh, week than usual because we really want to talk about uh, uh, our, the, the Dallas Fan Expo and our experience, our experience here. And we're going to be throwing in some just information about Comic-Cons in general. For anyone in our audience who maybe hasn't ever been to one or thinks it's overwhelming or doesn't really know what to do or where to go, um, to experience one. So uh, it's going to be a really cool show. We're going to leave all the Marvel and DC and you know uh, superhero talk uh, to the side for, for at least this episode. So uh, Hey, you know what the fans have been missing, though? What? Oh, yeah, the scruff. <laughs> the scruff against the, <laughs> the microphone. The beard scratch. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, fans have been missing uh, gathering in a convention hall to share in their enjoyment of all things nerdy. So it's it's really cool to see because, you know, the last few years, a lot of these conventions have had to cancel. Um, or, some, or limit capacity. Limit capacity and, you know, all those type of things. And they, and, and I, could, I could say that this was the, the first convention I've been to since probably 2019 where people were enjoying themselves. Um, you had your regular lines. You had your regular main event theaters. Um, the, the crowd today was phenomenal. Um, and we knew it was going to be a big hit because on Friday when we, when we went into the show, it was busy. Uh, it, it, it was busy. I think it, we've been to enough cons that I think it was busier than most Fridays at a con. Yeah. We, uh, we, Friday is the day where you can just kind of mess around, right? Yeah. You've, you've got whatever celebrities are there. The lines aren't too bad. Um, you know, yeah. you can walk. Unless you're getting a uh, Master Chief's signature. Oh, yeah. That, dude, that was crazy. <laughs> I, I wanted one signature while I was here. It was to get Steve Downs' signature. He does the voice of Master Chief. And I go in like, oh, I'll, go, I'll go Friday. It'll yeah, be easy. No problem. <laughs> no, I mean, I get there and it's, you know, uh, five to six zigzag lines deep. And I'm like, well, I mean, I guess I'll wait. No, I had to go back today. Um, he was very popular. Um, but you know, that's the thing is that we're going to be actually talking about that as well is what do you do if you want to get multiple signatures and the lines are crazy long? Um, how do you space out your time? You know, what things do you hit if you want to go to a panel and you need to get this signature? Like it can be really overwhelming, but, uh, Friday is usually the day where you can kind of walk around and, you know, go into all the booths and it's not really crowded, but we knew it was going to be a big success when yesterday was pretty packed. Um, so, um, we're going to be talking about the last day and a half at the shows, the panels we went to, some of the experiences we had, and um, please follow along with us. So what did we start off with Friday? We got in around 4, 
and we wanted to hit some panels uh, for sure because when you're because we, we're actually here as uh, press. Um, Fan Expo has given us the wonderful uh, honor of um, inviting us to the show to cover the event as members of the press, and so this is uh, really cool for us. Uh, we wanted to give you guys a different spin on the show and actually enjoy some of the. Uh, things that maybe we haven't had time to do when we were here as fans because we're always waiting in line for autographs and photos and stuff like that. But in this event, we really wanted to take part in some of the activities that they um, gave to us so we can bring them to you. So we went to two panels on Friday. Correct. Uh, we went to um, Ahsoka, uh, uh, Ahsoka's panel from Star Wars Clone Wars. And then um, right after that uh, was the Cobra Kai panel. The best one. Which was which was very good, yeah. The we we like the Clone Wars. Um, we did. The, we love the show, um, and uh, uh, the the panel was was pretty full. Uh, a lot of people asking great questions, and um, uh, but for that one, for us, since we're more not, actually the Cobra Kai was more lively. You know, it kept me awake. Yeah. That, that yes. <laughs> that's that's a key note here. Yeah, if you can keep Adam <laughs> awake when you're speaking to him. Uh, that's that's a plus, um, but yeah, it was fine. I mean, but uh, I, I think we had more vested interest in Cobra Kai. Than we we did, Ahsoka. yeah. But we wanted to go to each of them just to you know get get the whole atmosphere. And so her panel was great. Uh, a lot of the people who were asking her questions were, were on the younger side, and it was so there it was, was so deep cool. questions though. Like there were man, like philosophies on life, <laughs> <laughs> and what like giving her scenarios on what she would do in these like dangerous situations, right? And you know, I think my favorite loyalty though is like, with, somebody right? was like, well, if th- this happened, if you continued it on, what would you do? And she was just like, I used to say what I would do, but people take it for like for it's real. real. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to pass on that one. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I get that. Like, yeah, of course. All of a sudden somebody's blogging like, oh, Ahsoka's going to become the master. Blah, blah, blah. And, and all of a sudden she's like, I, I was just playing alone yeah and and that's one of the things that you have to remember is that a lot of these um celebrities who go on these uh comic-con tours they're bounded by certain agreements where you know cobra kai for example cobra kai season five is going to be released in september and they had questions from the audience on what's going to be happening in season five and they can't answer (laughs) any of those like there's nothing they can say because they feel like you should know that but you know yeah we're you know they're probably like it's going to be good yeah watch it There'll be some, yeah, the answer's yeah, it's going to be good. There'll be some surprises, you know, stay tuned for September 9th, right? Um, so her, her panel ended, and then right away, the Cobra Kai um, audience started kind of shuffling in, and we actually had pretty good seats. Oh, I was, yeah. I was surprised. So it was, um, it was uh, Martin Cove, then you had William Zadka, and then the kid, uh, Jacob, I forget his last name, it starts with a P, uh, who plays Hawk. So those were the three that uh, came to the panel. And the ca- kind of the way it works is if you've never been to these panels, the first, I'd say, 15 minutes or so is, you know, they have like a host or a moderator right. on the stage. And he asks them questions and general sort of inquiries. And at that time, you can kind of start lining up at the microphone to ask a fan question. So they got two mics on either side of the stage. People start lining up and you can, you know, ask your, your fan questions. So it's just general sort of pleasantries at first, and then, you know, you can kind of start asking some things that you'd like to know. And a lot of the questions are very, you know, like, um, you know, what's your favorite music? Um, what do you do when you're during your time off? 
Could you did, really did beat you up? Did you know karate before this? Did you know karate before this? Yeah. What what belt are you, right? What color belt are you? Uh, you ever been to Okinawa? So it's, and you know, the, the thing that actually uh, makes my, uh, like, it, it, it's hard for the person at that time, but somehow it brings joy to me when someone comes to the microphone and they forget what they want to say or they get really emotional. Because uh, a lot of these uh, celebrities who uh, they watch on television, now they're getting a chance to speak to them in real life. And sometimes they clam up or they choke up or they get, they just want to say, I really enjoy what you do. Thank you so much for being here. And they shed a tear or whatever. So th those questions I actually really enjoy because it shows that the fans have an, a vested interest. The celebrities never make them feel bad about themselves. No. And sometimes they'll even go give you a hug, right? Um, or there's, it's, everyone's always really encouraging in the audience if that happens and claps for you. So all that is really, really cool to see. But um, I, well, and I also enjoy when they ask, like, it's it's Cobra Kai, and, you know, they're asking Johnny about this and Crease about this, and da, 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 and then, then they go to Crease. What's his name? I, I always forget. Martin names. Cove. And they're, they ask him about this movie he did, like, way before Karate yeah, like Kid. Yeah, Steel Dragon. And, <laughs> and he's just like, oh, thank you. Yeah. Like, you recognize that I actually have done more than this and i'm so proud of all of it that i've done you know yeah so that's that's pretty fun too sometimes i learn something now i'm gonna go watch that movie i don't even i'd never heard of it before i, I hadn't either yeah uh but it sounds really interesting um go ahead adam no me neither i haven't heard of it so i'm gonna go look for it and see if i can see it no and and uh so that that panel was was really good uh the, the questions were great um, there we, was a really great question, though. Oh, it okay. worked. If you go to our Instagram, you can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so our Instagram, um, and we we tag Cross the Streams Media in it as well. Um, we so when I ask a question to uh, the celebrity panels, I try to think of something that, I mean, they've heard every question in the world. Um, the way that I phrase my questions is I tell a little story at first, but I don't want to make it too long because. People have to go and ask stuff. I can't be on the microphone for five minutes. So I'll take about 30 to 45 seconds to lay out a base. And the thing that I wanted to do when I asked uh, the questions at these panels was to make it beer-related because we are called Three Beers and a Mic. And we like to talk about beer That's on the show. That's what the fans want to hear about. Yeah, so they, why wouldn't we ask them a, a beer-related <laughs> question? So for anyone that hasn't seen it, check out our Instagram page at Three Beers and a Mic. It was our, it was our uh, I guess we could say our first viral video uh, officially, your video goes viral if you get over 10,000 views. And right now, we're at about 16K, which we're very proud of. Um, but my question was simple. It was that when I went to college, I didn't really have a lot of time to drink because I just was trying to get through school. But once I graduated and I had extra time, um, the craft beer scene like blew up, right? So all my friends introduced me to these hazy IPAs and grapefruit stouts and all this stuff. And so I just figured that when I bought beer, I had to get those type of beers, and that the light beers, like Coors Light, Miller's Light, those were all gross. Um, but then uh, when, I, when I started watching uh, Cobra Kai, Johnny's, uh, in the, his character Johnny in the shows, his favorite beer is Coors Banquet. And so me wanting to be cool like him, I'm like, well, I'm going to go buy some. And I was like, man, this stuff is really cheap. And then I tried it, and I'm like, it's also really good. So I just wanted to thank them for finding me like a cheap, delicious beer 
that a six pack costs like seven bucks that I can now have in my fridge. And the main reason why I asked that question was because I wanted to see if he actually drank that in real life and they incorporated it into the the show. show. Yeah. Or if it was just something they had like a corporate sponsorship. And for whatever reason, it got a lot of traction um, on our Instagram page. And so thank you so much for watching that. And uh, if you did see the video, you'll know his answer, which was... You'll have to go watch the video. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Go watch the video. You'll get your answer if you were ever curious. Get us to 20K. Yeah. Does Johnny Lawrence drink Coors Banquet in real life? Uh, Stay tuned. Yeah, so um, that that, uh, panel was really great. Um, Really cool dudes. And... uh, um, that was that was the last one we attended on that day. Uh, so we walked around the show floor a little bit, and yeah, you know, and uh, I think I can say this for all of us. I think uh, Dallas. We've been coming to Dallas for way before, like when it was a small con, like in a in Irvington. Well, b- even before that, oh, in yeah, a, the library or whatever. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was, in a, it was in, a, in a yeah in a library. Richmond was it? Maybe it, it was at the Irving convention center for a while but before that it was in like a it looked like a cafeteria Problem. room yeah or like a hallway of a yeah. museum or something it was like the commu- first community we center went, maybe. community center sure the first one we went it was in a, i think it was a school remember yeah we, i think um, that's what i'm saying the, like community we saw center. the first time i saw jay scott campbell jay scott campbell yeah there were some good artists there. there yeah but the yeah, artists were in the hallway of yeah. the of the uh, uh, civic, center. Yeah, civic center. Yeah, we were like in the cafeteria. We were like in the cafeteria. It looked like, like a high school like cafeteria. We've been coming to these shows since their infancy, basically. And then they went to the Irving, which I loved. I, yeah. I honestly loved the Irving Center when it's, we were it's there. It's awesome. For, yeah. yeah, it was some of, some of the best shows. And they again always had amazing guests. Yeah. Now Fan Expos got it. Still amazing guests. But what they've always had, and it still is to this day, is a great artist alley. Yeah, I love their artist alley. Yeah, I spend most of my time there, like checking things out, buying things there. Yeah, I mean, let's face it, most of the product stuff you're gonna see at every con. It's sure, it's the same stuff, same people yeah. sometimes. Um, and you know, it's sometimes the stuff you can get at the store, anyways. Like, yeah, you can find some rare stuff, which is cool. Comic book wise, yeah. That's a little different story. But, sure. But uh, the Artist Alley has been They're amazing. all together. They're all together. Yeah, the, the Artist Alley here is actually extremely deep and, like, large. And uh, some of the talent there is extraordinary. Uh, they and, and it's not just the, the, the you know, the, um, the, the prints that you can buy. It's also people make handcrafting their items, making designer towels and candles and all these different things that are sort of geek culture in nature, and they're putting their kind of their own little spin on it, purses and leather goods and all this really s- cool stuff. But the, but the, the people who are actually there uh, drawing things and printing them and selling them to their consumers for a very good price, 15 to 20 bucks a print, sometimes two for 30. Awesome stuff. If, you're, if you have a smaller budget, that's where you want to go to have your souvenir, right? Yeah, and it's... it's- I don't want to say one of a kind, but it's it's less of a like everybody's going to have this thing. Sure, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And sometimes they'll it's do more prints. unique. Sometimes they'll do exclusive prints just for that show, right? Yeah. This oh, is my yeah. Fan Expo 2022 print, right? So it seems like you got something a little special. Um, but not only is the Artist Alley wonderful to walk around, 
the main event theater organization is great. You, there's plenty of space to sit. You can come in and out with no problem. Um, they're giving you 15 minutes break in between each panel, so you can kind of go to the bathroom and get your stuff done. And uh, it's just I love I love the wide the wideness of the alleyways, so you just you don't feel congested. Um, and it's just it's not rushed. It's I don't feel stressed when I go to this comic con like I do at some other events. Uh, they just do a, I don't know how they do it. But they just do wonderful volunteers, always really friendly, yeah. and you can ask them anything you want. And I feel kind of like uh, I'm someone important, you know, having my little press badge. Yes. I just want to say that, like you are, you yeah. are yeah. important, yes. Rami. Like kind of they important. give us a lot of privileges. Yeah, they do. They're like, oh yeah, you can go right in here, premium access. You're like, oh, you're with press, go. You know, it's like it's it's cool. So they they make you feel like you're here to cover their show. So then they want to make you feel comfortable, right? Um, so it's 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 great. Uh, they the first day was 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 awesome. Um, so uh, here's where I want to get into one of the tips and tricks real quick before we go to day two. Um, how do you space out your time? Let's say you've got like four celebrities you want to meet. The one thing that is is tough to navigate around are the lines. Uh, we mentioned that I, w I only had one autograph I wanted for this show. It was Steve Downs. And just because we're in the press doesn't mean we get to cut in front of everybody. So we wait in line. Um, and we got there. And I, I was like, man, this is, okay, this guy's really popular. But he is one of those type of uh, voice actors who wants to take his time with each person who comes up to there. You pay your, you pay your money. He wants to shake your hand tell you a story, get to know, you know, get a little bit, ask you at least one question to get to know you, sign your piece, and, you know, take a photo if you, if you request. So I knew that was going to be kind of a longer line. So I said, okay, I'm going to come back Saturday. But what do you do if you want to meet a whole bunch of people and you've got the budget for it, but you know that, okay, well, if each line is an hour and 35 minutes, how am I going to meet five celebrities? That's my whole day, right? I only bought a one-day pass. They do have ways to get around that. They have, you know, VIP badges, which allow you to skip all the lines. If you if you want to go in, you know, and just purchase well, the elite and, of the and elite. And honestly, if you don't have the time, that's the only way to go. Because mm -hmm. you did that, what, three years ago, whenever it was in person last time. Yeah, because I had to meet Michael J. Fox, the all three of the Cobra Kai guys, Kiefer Sutherland, um... There was two other people and I had. You had like six photo ops. And I had like six photo ops. <laughs> it, because there was just so many people I wanted but to it would, meet. The, the money you spent on that was worth yes. skipping those lines. Like it allowed you to do that all in a day, even though we were here for three. Yeah. I got to do it all without any hassles. It was front of the line. So that is an option. And they just bring you to the front. You get your item signed and you can kind of just leave. So other, that's one other than that, you, you just have to... And I tell people this all the time. Like, you have to have a plan going in. Yeah. Get like, the schedule in advance. And I've told people this, Jamers, um, and uh, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, figure out what you want to do. Make a plan. Because otherwise, you're going to get in there. You're going to be overwhelmed. Yeah. And you're just going to be like, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I don't know what I'm doing. But if you go in with a plan saying, all right, I see this panel's at this time. It's going to be about an hour, so I'm going to spend that time there. Then... You know, I got four hours in between. I'll go get an autograph, maybe two, hopefully. Mm -hmm. You know, and then you can plan your day and then figure out your shopping and blah, 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 all, all the stuff in between. 
Yep. Have a plan. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it's, it might be easier to say, and then Saturday is the busiest day, so if you go there, it's going to be longer waits. But it's not easy just to say go on Sunday because not all the celebrities are there on Sunday. Right? Yeah, pay attention to when they're there. Pay attention to when they're there. I've had problems with that in the that past. That is also correct. <laughs> Um, don't assume that they're going to be there all three days because they're not. Uh, for example, Ming Na Win was only there Friday. Which right? I didn't know. Which she, Yeah, Dwayne had no idea. Because uh, Dwayne said, he goes, well, why don't you just go take your photo op tomorrow? I said, because she's not here on Saturday. She's only here on Friday. <laughs> so, um, you know, look at your schedule. See when they're appearing. And, um, you know, make you can make adjustments to your plans. My plan on Friday was to get my helmet signed. It didn't go according to plan. And if I had stick on the line and skip the Cobra Kai panel, we wouldn't have had a great story you to tell. You always double check your list because sometimes they cancel. Sometimes they cancel. At the last minute. But, um, you know, for the most part, uh, and that's also another thing that Fan Expo does a really good job with, is letting people know way ahead of time that their, you know, particular celebrities canceling. You get your full refunds and the whole nine yards. So it's, um, you know, life happens. You never know who can make it and who can't. But, um, yeah, so be willing to adjust. Um, overwhelmingness is a very good point because I can see how people would go to a Comic-Con like this for their first time and have no idea what to do. First of all, if you're a nerd like us, you like to buy things, especially collectibles, and your attention is drawn to all of the yeah. stuff in, in, that's in the shops. Another, another tip. Just because it's the first booth when you walk in doesn't mean you have to buy everything from that first booth. Correct. It'll Don't get me wrong. They'll, they, they'll probably have some good deals. But you, there's more to see. But if it's your first time, you're just going to be like, wah, yeah. they have it all. They do. <laughs> I mean, you know, things that, yeah. I mean, they, they look had, around. Yeah, look around. They've, I mean, today and for the first time, I got to hold in my hand uh, an amazing fantasy, you know, first appearance of Spider-Man. I got to hold it. The guy let me hold it. It was non-graded, um, but it was sixty thousand bucks. And I have—I just wanted—I just asked the dude, "Can I just hold it?" And he goes, "You can't take a picture," but he goes, "I'll let you hold it." I said, "Okay, cool." It was wonderful. <laughs> I will never own that, but <laughs> that was an experience that I can't get at many other places because most places, when you get it, if you want to invest in an, an amazing fantasy number one or whatever it was. It's number 15. It's 15? <laughs> yes. 15. Amazing Fantasy number 15. You're going to be holding a slab, right? It's going to be a CGC-graded comic, you know, whatever, 5.5. And that's what you're going to get to hold. But I got to, like, to hold it. It was awesome. It was very cool. So that's the kind of stuff. So you have got stuff 60000 bucks, Then you've got your keychains for $5, right? So there's something in your artist prints. There's something for everybody. But when you walk in, you're going to be immediately drawn to the shops and the prints and stuff. But, you know, if there's panels you want to see and there's celebrities you want to meet, the, the shops will be there, right? They'll be there all yeah. three days. You can always go back. Now, the product might not be. Product might not be. We, <laughs> I've, I've learned that. Did you see your product, <laughs> the one you wanted? It's still there, yeah. Still I checked before we left. Um, that's, what, that's, I, the, the, that's the um, detour I took while you guys were waiting for me in the lobby. I wanted to make sure that thing was still there. I'm going to offer them a deal tomorrow. I'm going to see. Um, so, so that's that's kind of a tip. We uh, we used to buy, sell, and trade at these shows. So you can barter yeah. a little. I you mean, can. You know, the, the the worst thing they can say is no, right? Correct. And uh, you can make some deals on Sunday. You can. If the product's still there. Yes. 
because they nobody wants to carry it home. Yeah, they don't want to look <laughs> at it again in their inventory, uh, especially if it's a little bit of a pricier item. Like maybe you want to go and make one big purchase. Like I want this statue. I want this action figure five pack. I want this really you know expensive graded comic. The fact that they have to lug it home. Um, they're going Which to cost them money. I mean, realistically, yeah. as a business, right? Yeah, moving that thing multiple times costs them money. They're they're gonna not want to do that. So if you can give them a, a a value that works for both of y'all, where they can make some money and you feel like you got a good deal, it can happen. Um, we we barter all the time. I've um, now don't get me wrong. As vendors, we like I would. I don't know if they would tell you, but if somebody came to us with the price. And I'm just like, I got more than that into this. Of course. I can't take that price. Yeah. Like, you, you got to kind of accept that time. You know, because even as vendors, sometimes they're buying secondhand or thirdhand. Or, so, so their cost goes up, which means in order to make money, they got to sell it for more than they paid for it, right? So, so don't get um, discouraged. discouraged by oh, somebody yeah, saying no. Of course. No, uh, absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, no, I've, I, I was always honest with people. I don't know if other people would be say like, yeah, I got, I got 400 into that. I can't take 300, you know, yeah. <laughs> like it, it, sometimes they respect you and be like, all right, I, I got you. I'll, I'll give you the four or whatever. But other times they're like, Oh, that's way too much. And I'm like, all right, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and also it's okay to know when you like, because again, for people who are looking for that expensive item, you probably kind of have an idea of what it costs in your mind already. Yeah. And if you see the price of what you want to pay, just give it to them. Like, if you're like, that's a or, really good price. Or if it's the price, you, you're you willing to pay that price. Yeah. But you go, hey, let me see if I can get 50 bucks off. <coughs> sure. If they say no, you are still willing to pay the price. So yeah. it doesn't matter. So then you'll say, okay, I'll give If they say yes, then you say to yourself 50 bucks. Like, Absolutely. You know, no big deal. Yeah. Um. All right, so uh, one last, uh, well, not one last topic, but another topic uh, before we get to Saturday was I want to talk about budget. Um, going to these shows, it, it can get... <laughs> don't don't talk about San Diego. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it can get um, pricey. Uh, that's why we kind of gave you guys some tips about Artist Alley and, um, you know, the keychain booths and the bottle opener booths and some of the more trinket type. Uh, you can get a, a Comic-Con t-shirt that, you know, represents the time you were there, you know, a pop or something like that. I mean, not everything is thousands of dollars. But, um, you know, the to to get an autograph or a picture, um, it... It, uh, it varies. It varies, depending on what you're wanting to do. But I would say that with a modest budget, you could probably get two decent autographs, um, you know, a three-day weekend badge, and definitely two or three artist prints, and you'll feel pretty satisfied with that. And I think that's what most people do. Right. Um, the reason they have such a wide array of celebrities is because there's something for everybody. Right. Right. At this show right now, right. what do we got? We got LeVar Burton. Right. We've got the, the Trailer Park Boys uh, who have a really popular podcast. Um, we've got the Cobra Kai guys. We've got Michael Rooker. Uh, we've got um, Battlestar Galactica. Um, you know, Superman and Lois. Yes. We, we saw that one today. Um, you know, so there's a wide range of, uh, oh, the, the, the cast of Dexter is going to be here tomorrow, right? Yeah. So, you know, there's something for everybody and so many voice actors from animated shows and a lot of anime stuff that 
that's the one thing that we don't really follow. Like, I don't know if Adam does. Do, do you? Adam do you, does. You do follow Adam anime. We just don't talk about it a lot. Yeah, I like anime. We don't talk about anime. I've got some autographs <laughs> from the voice anime. Like, do you watch like My Hero Academia? Is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, My Hero Academia. Because um, that was that's really popular. Attack I know of that. the Titans. Attack of the Titan. Yeah, I know. He's literally like, wearing the shirt, Robbie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, Sword Online. Okay. Um, What's the, the one? Hero, Shield Hero. That's a badass. I heard there's a really good one where this guy like marries a spy. The spy family. The it's spy new. Family. Yeah, it's new. Yeah. But I haven't watched it because I'm waiting to, for it to get all of it dubbed. I don't like to see episodes from episodes. I wait until all Talking of it is dubbed. Talking to the mic. All of it is dubbed and then I go see it. So you want the English dubbed version? Yes. Not the original. They have already like language. half of it dubbed, but like closed caption. Yeah. Oh, okay, I got you. Dubbed or English, or they have it in, in you know, Japanese or. Okay. So I wait yeah, until fair. they get it. In. When I say dubbed, this is English dubbed. Okay. They have it in Spanish. You're they have it, but Crunchyroll. If you are assigned for English, you can only watch it dubbed in English. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, I know that's a really popular one. Um, uh, so I just, I, it was just something I never got into. I was never into Dragon Ball Z or Yu-Gi-Oh or any of that stuff growing up. But um, I know there's a really huge following. So if that's your thing, that's totally cool. Um, you can enjoy that, you know, at uh, at Fan Expo. So there's something for everybody. You know, you don't have to have thousands of dollars to come and have a good time. You can you can get a three day badge for you know like a hundred bucks, hundred and ten bucks, and just come and have a really great time. Um, so let's talk about day two. So uh, we we got there right when the show opened around ten o'clock. Um, and so what I wanted to do is go get my you know Halo helmet signed. Uh, it took me about an hour and fifteen minutes, and then that opened up the rest of the. Uh, the day for me. So while I was doing that, Dwayne went and saw Brendan Fraser's yes, I did. Um, event at the main theater. How was that? It was awesome. Like the crowd was crazy, dude. It was. <laughs> I could hear it all the it way. It was almost completely full of that place. I don't. I don't know what the capacity is, but it's a lot of people. Um, he was uh, very humbled and genuine. Yeah. And the fans, like, like we were talking about the questions before, like they were like. Man, you you uh, inspired me to do this, and you saved me from this, and you know because of this, I'm doing this. I was like, and he's just up there like, I'm just trying to get a paycheck. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. didn't know I was doing all this. You know, it, it was awesome. Yeah, the, we we were just when we were walking towards the convention center, we met uh, a really nice lady who just started talking to us, who was there to meet him. Like that's why she wanted to go to the convention yeah. was to meet Brendan Fraser. So. He has a, a pretty cool following. Um, and, I, and you don't realize the uh, scope of his work, I guess. Well, he's, he's in Doom Patrol now, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's his newest thing. Sure. But um, actually, it was it was kind of funny. He's talking about. He's like, "Yeah, we get uh, we're working on season five of Doom Patrol. I'm in the new Batgirl movie. I'm um, I have this Scorsese movie. I have this other thing." And he's like, oh, I think that's about it. And somebody from the crowd was like, what about blah, blah, blah? And he's like, oh, yeah, I should probably know that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, we just finished that. I haven't seen it. I don't know. 
what it's like, but it was amazing experience, but you know, all that stuff. But it was funny how the fans knew they're, they're so involved. They're like, no, you forgot about this. Like he has like five or six projects in the work in the next like year or two. That's awesome. Um, I know he took a break from acting for a while. Um, from when I think of Brendan Fraser, of course, I think most people think the mummy, but then, you know, he was also in like Encino man and, uh, he was in George of the Jungle. Yep. Uh, One they brought up today that I always forget he's in, Airheads. Airheads. Oh, yeah. Like what they a were great like, movie. You were in there with like Adam Sandler. Yeah. Um, oh, what's his name? Like all these great comedians. Was it Basically, Chris, was it Chris, Chris, yeah, was Chris Farley was, was in there. Steve yeah. uh, Buscemi. Steve Buscemi, yeah. Like all these like who's who of the time like comedians. And he's like, you know, you're like a comedic actor. He's like, I'm, I'm actually not. I always play my comedic roles just like as a real drama. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Didn't he, was it, what is it called, Blood Ties with uh, Matt Damien? I don't know. What, did, what, did, what happened? Blood Ties. It's I, about a school and Matt Damien and him are rivals. Okay. I trust I'm sure. Because I'm like, not going to Google that. Like, he had a ton of movies that yeah. people kept bringing up, like, oh, I love you. I'm like, I didn't know he had that. He had that many movies. Like, because, again, you think of the the big ones, the mummy, the Encino Man. Yeah. yeah. Encino Man. But he I apparently he's done a bunch of other drama stuff that you know, he's done he's doing more of that now too, so cool. But he seems in a good place and the fans love him. It was it was amazing. Awesome. I mean, I think you heard the response from the, I did, the yeah, crowd I, from where you were I could hear it on the, the other way. side of the convention floor. It was, it was crazy. They were going nuts. It was awesome. Uh, so then, yeah, once I got my helmet signed, I, I came and made my way over to panel number two for the day, uh, which was Michael Rooker. And um, for again, for anyone who just knows the name but can't put a face to the to his roles, he plays Yondu. He was in The Walking Dead. Um, and so much more. So a bunch of other stuff, yeah. But I think most people know him as Yondu. So um, he, uh, he, okay. This is probably my favorite panel, yeah, honestly. I, Can been, I just say that? Yeah, I've been to... Is a, it wrong to say that? No. I've been to a lot of panels. I've done a lot of conventions. This one was very special uh, because he... You can tell he's one of those celebrities that when you ask him a question, like, you know, what's your favorite color? Or what was it like to paint your face blue? Uh, did you not like wearing the mohawk? How uncomfortable was it? He'd give you, like, one-word answers and then just move on to the next person. But then, but then he comes back and like yeah. messes with you. Then, yeah, but it's it's in jest, right? It's it's it gets a, a reaction from the crowd. Um, he's the first thing he did when they introduced him onto the stage was he <laughs> brought a woman out because she asked him to sign her 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 belly. She was pregnant, and so he just showed everyone. He goes, "Yeah, she wanted me to autograph it." So th- that's how the that's how the that's how event it started. started. <laughs> yeah. So um, they didn't even ask him that many questions. They just got right into the audience questions pretty well, quick. I. It seemed like that host knew what he like. He's like, "You guys are in for a ride." Just FYI, like, yeah, I've I've been here before. Yeah, uh, so I'm gonna bring him out, and uh, we'll see how what happens. It and, was very good, and he had lost his voice because he was at a Joan Jett concert, <laughs> and because uh, which dude, it was all, Joan Jett, Def Leppard, Poison, and, and Motley Crue, and Poison, <laughs> and Motley Crue. First of all, fantastic choice of music, sir. Good for you. Um, but uh, when he was telling that story of him losing his voice, he actually, I didn't know this, he says that the reason his voice sounds the way it does is because he's got like a trapped vocal cord. 
one of his vocal cords is kind of curved. Mm-hmm. And so there's certain foods that if he tries to eat them, sometimes they get kind of entangled in that little entrapment, especially like hard candies. Yeah. So he goes, I try not to eat hard candies because if it goes down the wrong way, it gets stuck and it's really uncomfortable. So I was like, I didn't know that. I thought that was really, you know, um, a, a, a crazy piece of knowledge. I had no idea. I just thought he always had like a gravelly voice, but apparently that was from some injury he had. But no, he. so what happens is that he took like two or three questions from the stage and then immediately he went into the audience. Well, somebody was having trouble giving a question. That's why I brought that up earlier. There was a particular kid who he, he started off by saying, hey, I'm a big fan. And I'm really I'm nervous. I'm really nervous. <laughs> and then he immediately started tearing up and everyone was like, oh, you know, they felt bad for him. But he goes, it's okay, man. Just ask me what you want. And he couldn't get the question out. He tried. I don't even remember what he was asking him. I don't either. Yeah, but he, he kept trying to get it out. And so Michael went over there, and, and he goes, can I just give you a hug? And he goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, of course you can. And so that got a really cool reaction. And, um, he just wanted to know the difference, I think, between playing Yondu and playing in a, in a TV show like The Walking Dead or something like that. Um, so then he comes to the, on the other side and starts asking a bunch of questions, just rapid fire, uh, interacting with the audience. He was doing karate kicks and all this really cool stuff. You can go to our Instagram. You can see some stuff. We also have another <laughs> reel on our Instagram. Yes. Um, Blatant plugs. Yes. Uh, and um, it was great. The questions were cool. I mean, a lot of them were generic. Um, but, you know, some people, when he would go to you, he was just like, I just want to give you a hug. But what right. Rami's uh, missing or not telling you is, like, he went out to, to, to that one person that had a trouble yeah. Asking a question and then took the extra mic and just started going up the line and just at, what's your question? And yeah. moving on, moving on, moving on. Or answer like there was a few he like paused and like gave a genuine answer to. But again, a lot of them were generic and he's like, "Did you like playing Yondu?" He's like, "Yes." Next yeah. question. <laughs> was was uh, uh how long did it take for you to put on the blue makeup? 2 hours. Next question. <laughs> yeah. It was it was really good, um, but I mean, he was literally interacting with the like. He wasn't on stage, but ten minutes maybe the whole time. Yeah, right? of a forty-five right. minute thing. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, he was just in the crowd, so you know, we encouraged Rami to go up and ask a question. Yeah, <laughs> since he did so well with Cobra Kai. Yeah. So again, I wanted to make it sort of beer related, and he he had this cup with him. Uh, that he kept sipping from. So I just asked him, I said, uh, what alcoholic beverage do you have in your coffee cup right now? And that he got a big smile on his face. And uh, he said, man, I wish I could have something in this coffee cup, but it's peppermint tea. And then he was about to walk away. Damn it, Rami, I was going to send him to Instagram to get oh. the answer. Well, I'll, okay. <laughs> I, okay, uh, I will leave off the last ingredient he told me <laughs> at the very end of the clip because there's a third ingredient other in, than peppermint and tea. In the first five people to DM us that ingredient, I will send them a shirt. Oh, How's you, that? Oh, there you go. All right. Let's do that. Um, Adam, what did you think of the, uh, what did you think of the uh, Michael Rooker um, uh, event? Did, did you fall asleep? I think that's did the question, Did you fall asleep? Right? Yes. It was fun. One out of five sleeps. No How sleep. No sleep. Okay, so zero sleeps. He was sleeping because he wasn't there. <laughs> um, no. no, but I saw the video. We, 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 saw you, we, yeah, we sent you the video. It yeah. was good. And I liked it. And then that kid tried to 
we did for a that was really fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that one uh, uh, was really good. So then we took kind of like a little break, and uh, we walked around the show, bought some prints, you know, had some really, you know, got some lunch. You guys got had some, some lunch. beers. Yeah. And uh, we rounded off our uh, part because Saturday's not over yet. But uh, we got went to our third panel today, which was the Superman and Lois panel. And um, I, I want to ask you both, uh, Adam, have you are you caught up with the show? Have you watched the show at all? So this was your first experience with these sort of cast yeah. members? Okay. Well, just real quick before Dwayne gets, because I know he's watched the show. Um, the first year. It's the, first be- it's the best CW show they have um, as far as the superhero genre right now. Right now. Right now. Um, they're in their third season. Are they coming up on this third, right? The second? Is this one? The- they're a hiatus. They're a- Two more episodes for the end of the second season. Okay, yeah. gotcha. All right. I thought you guys were, were in the panel. Yeah, I was. That's what I was saying. Yeah. All right. So, uh, very, very good show. I didn't expect much from the show when it first came out. Um, but, I mean, it's eclipsed everything else they now have. Now that I was in the panel, I, I'm thinking about watching that show. Should. They you should. They should have it either on Hulu or Netflix. One somewhere. I, I think it's on Prime Video. Okay. I think it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I'm almost positive you can watch it I mean, for free. I mean, the new season's on the CW app or whatever. Or you could do that. Yeah. Nah, but I don't have that. You don't you, you didn't watch the first season, right? No. You should watch it. Also, I, I think it's great because and I'm I'm kind of surprised nobody asked like or brought up the fact that it's it humanizes Superman. Yeah. Because now he has a family. Yeah. He has a wife that doesn't have superpowers. He has two children. Turns out one does have superpowers, the other one doesn't. But but now he still has like there's a reason for him to not be the super powerful guy because he he still has to protect his family. He can't be there all the time. So you know, making sure his identity is not known and all that stuff. It, it humanizes. It brings a humanization to a super powerful character. Yeah, it does. Uh, it's a very good show. I, I like it a lot. I think there's two episodes left in this season. Um, you're right. They did take a little hiatus, and uh, I can't wait to see how it kind of wraps up. But, yeah, it's, it's a really good show. Um, for anyone else who uh, wants to uh, uh, give us a yes or no answer to this, let me know if you think that uh, Superman looks like Jimmy Garoppolo from the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, this, this is a little He looks that, just like him. He does not. Put a comparison picture of both of them. On Bernie, our, Bernie, on our, get on that, yeah, please. Bernie, put a put a comparison <laughs> side by side of Jimmy G next to Superman, and tell me that these dudes are not twins. Um, but yeah, it was a really great panel. Um, you know, very interesting. And uh, we said, you know what? Let's. I go was kind of surprised that the 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 kid that plays the Shire of the two twins, like mm-hmm. he he's. Not, like the Jonathan's like the jock guy kid that you thought was going to get the superpowers, and then the other ones that's the shy, quiet kid gets the powers on the show. Spoiler, sorry, My but favorite. that kid on stage as a person was so energetic. Yeah, like came was. out like yeah. whoop, 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 here we are, yeah. Like he was enjoying that thing. He was having a good time up there. He yeah, was, he was playing to the fans. Yep. Yeah, he was. He was really cool. Um, the kids did great, and uh, yeah, that was uh, that was. And, and real quick, uh, um, 
Adam and I caught the end of the Stargirl. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. She was yeah, there. Okay. Uh, I don't know if any of us knew this. Apparently, this is like her first Come con on. Yeah. appearance. Oh, wow. Like, a, you know, of this scale, basically. And she's like, man, I, I, I didn't know what to expect, but this is awesome. Like, I'm so... <laughs> I didn't know like this is what it was gonna be like, and I'm loving it. It was it was pretty cool. That's great. Was her crowd pretty good? Yeah. Oh, awesome. I think all the panels have been had pretty good crowds. So, because um, again, there's something for everybody. So, and a lot of people come to comic cons just to go to the panels. They'll just sit there and see each act, regardless of if they like the show or not, just to see something different. Yeah. Um, which is which is really cool. Um. Yeah, so that's that's how we kind of uh, uh, you know after that panel was like well, let's go home and record man let's get all this stuff on tape like we've had so much fun um, and you know we can't wait for tomorrow it's been a been a really cool experience um, so did we miss anything I don't think so because mm-hmm. I, I I wanted to I wanted to just end with maybe like a top three like tips and tricks um, you know uh, I know some of them we've kind of mentioned already. Yeah, I was gonna say, or I think we've mentioned most. All of them. right, that's fine. Or we Oh, you know what? Go ahead. Uh, one uh, can't do it here, but we've been to several cons, and we learned this the hard way in San Diego. Mm-hmm. You can bring food in. You can. You can bring snacks and stuff. You can. Yes. Uh, you know, we thought like, oh man, the conven- its a convention center, right? So they're selling food and like. Like this one has the signs that says no outside food, but most of them, uh, you can bring it in. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it'll save you a little bit of money if you're on a budget too. One thing is, uh, do did they sell beer outside this time? No, because they I didn't see any people. With not here. No, see. they don't. Uh, Last year they did, didn't they? Nope. Was that no. the year before? The the fan fest uh, events, I do not I think, believe I sell I th- alcohol. I'm pretty sure it's the convention center, or it could be the convention center. Oh, okay. It's, it's yeah. not I the. I thought they did. Because the concessions are usually run by the convention centers, not the, Correct. Not the show itself. So the, the, the three tips and tricks I was going to say was just like, yeah, you could bring your own food. That was one of them. Two, the cosplayers who you see around the convention center, they're always really nice. Just ask if you can take a photo. They'll love to take a picture with yeah. you. I mean, they dressed up for a reason. Yeah. So they just say, hey, your costume is really great because you may be kind of shy, right? I really like your costume. Would you mind if I took a photo? And I've never heard anybody say no. So um, they're always very sweet. Just ask permission, and um, you know, they'll, they'll gladly uh, take a photo with you. And also, uh, uh, if you want to bring a weapon to the event, <laughs> you're going to have to check it in in the morning, and the line was crazy because um, everyone had to check in their weapons. They want to make sure everyone's safe, right? Right. So uh, maybe don't bring one, and you'll get into the show quicker. So. Um, but unless if it's, it's essential to your if costume, it's essential. Yeah, I know. <laughs> sometimes you know. Yeah, but they put like a little ribbon on it to let the everyone know that hey, this is safe to carry yeah. around. This is not loaded. It's not real. You know, all those type of things. So, um, yeah, uh, that was our uh, quick uh, sort of wrap up of our fan days experience. Thank you again uh, for for the fan for fan expo experience. Thank you. It used to be called fan days. Um, I, I keep uh, messing up the name, but fan expo. Thank you guys so much for inviting us along. Um, we we want to come to this show every year. Um, we really, really enjoyed it. It's one of our favorite Comic-Cons. Yeah, to to. like I said, we've been coming, I don't know how many years, probably 
10? I would say so. At least so. 10? Ten? Ten, 10 years. That sounds about right. 2011, 2012. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it, we really like it. And uh, it's such a great time. I'm glad we could be all here together and record live for the first time in forever. And uh, what do we have for dinner? Pretzels? Uh, gummy, I mean, gummy bears. I kind of want to go to JF, chips. JFK. Still talking about the JFK thing. Yeah, if it's right downstairs, I definitely want to go. If it's downstairs, I'll go. If, <laughs> if this is more than two minutes, forget it. I'll All walk right. down and find out. All okay. right. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks as I'm always. I'm not even that hungry, but you know, if it's JFK, they probably have some beer. So you sure, know, we can uh, get some nachos and beer. Rami would be happy. Oh yeah, they have nachos. Um. Thank you again, everyone, for following along with us. Hope you enjoyed uh, our little coverage that we've been posting. We'll post some more pictures for tomorrow and tonight of some of the things that we saw. And uh, Cross the Streams Media, follow us there. Three Beers and a Mic, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Check out our reels on Instagram. They've been getting some pretty good traction. I just got a text message from our main man, Bernie, that the uh, second reel is up to 2,300. So that's not bad. Um, so yeah we're getting some good traction so thank you for all the support thank you for all the views thank you for listening and uh, if you're well I don't know when this will come out if you're here next year come say hi oh yeah for sure um, until next time take it easy bye peace If you like what you heard, check out CrossTheStreamsMedia.com to hear more episodes of this podcast and the other shows on the Cross the Streams Network. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your favorite shows. Visit CrossTheStreamsMedia.com for more information. See you next time. This has been a Cross the Streams Media Podcast.